there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the baby. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I am Cam. Uh, we've got no salty this week. No. He's he is in the Netherlands. Nick deep in government mushies. Up to his eyeballs in those GMs. Yeah, yeah. So blame him. They're Scandinavian bloody chemtrails. Mm-hmm. Uh, cannot blame him. Mm, mm. He's he's a metal boy. He's doing metal things. That's there's nothing that can be done about it. He's full of psilocybin and psilovibin. So it's just us, Robbo. There's been quite a bit of news in the alien front. It's just all alien wall to wall. It is. Uh, (laughs) I just want to sort of comment. In the last few years, they've been saying that you know all of COVID and all this. Lockdowns and everything are are just test cases and test runs for alien disclosure. And that's what we've been building to. And and 2023 was always going to be the year of alien disclosure. And now it looks like it's it's happening. And by that I mean by it looks like it's happening is all the cookers are really pushing hard, all this alien gear. Uh, But not much has happened really, I don't think. No, I think this is this like our third episode where we're like, well, <laughs> the UFO disclosure happened today. Yeah, yeah. We still haven't seen. Well, sorry, I was about to say we still haven't seen any little guys, but yeah. Well, we'll get to the we'll little get to that in a minute. Uh, yeah, no, because it's also there was there's a couple of different ways that they spun COVID re aliens. One of them is. Oh, COVID was a dress rehearsal for how they're going to lock us all down when the aliens come, Mm. which is, why would they need to do that? Because the aliens could just be like, stay in your house or we'll zap you. Mm. We're going to bloody zap you, mate. I don't want to be zapped. No. Well, sorry, I want to be zapped in my house. Yeah. But the other thing that they sort of come out with is, uh, you know, all of this COVID stuff, it was all just a distraction. From the aliens, so <laughs> we're not paying attention to the aliens, and I don't think that worked very well either. No, we were we were so desperate for entertainment. Yeah, uh, if, if alien stuff was happening during COVID, we would have one hundred percent 
seen it and absorbed it in really quickly. We're out there watching like five hour DJ sets together going, wow. We watched Tiger King. Yeah. Remember when Tiger King happened? That was that's when they should have dropped the alien disclosure because everyone was distracted by those crazy tigers. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've said this before. It's like thought, every episode something happened. Well, I saw it late and everyone's like, you're not gonna believe the twists and turns of Tiger King. And then when I watched it Oh boy, here we go. I, was, I believe it all. It was all very much plausible and I probably could have guessed that the weirdo that has a private zoo in the middle of America didn't have like <laughs> he was cooked, you know? Like it wasn't it wasn't surprising to me anything that happened because he's a weirdo that has a private zoo. You weren't shocked when the occupational health and safety regulations were not being strictly adhered to. No. At the, at the methy private zoo. And then there were And then the like, guy gets shot. And it's like, well, yeah. Someone and, was always gonna get shot, I guess, when you think about it. And one of the big shocks was oh he's he's uh, he's grooming young boys. So yeah, I can see him. Like <laughs> <laughs> I look at this guy and I don't think, oh, everything he's doing is on the up and up. Right. I, I, I would have been, if, if aliens had happened during Tiger King, then I would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah, everyone, fair play to everyone. But it didn't. I will say, in our defense, that is everyone who watched Tiger King when it came out, mm. it was early in the pandemic. We were not so jaded. Mm. Mm. Anyway, uh, that's where they should have dropped the aliens. They have dropped some aliens on us. So the two big things that have happened in the past week or so was NASA came out with a big UAP press conference. The NASA people are going to be looking into the UAPs. They have uh, they called a press conference. It was very boring. The thing that stuck out to me is when the NASA guy was like, we're going to be using AI and machine learning. And that's when I knew that they were full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they, they basically said they've looked into everything and at this point they found nothing. Yeah. I think some of the, the UFO fans or the people that are determined to, to prove that UFOs or, or showing that, you know, think we've got all the evidence here, they have said that NASA didn't have access to all the classified documents. Mm. So they, you know, didn't have all, all the all the information at hand. You know, we're still waiting on we're still waiting on any evidence, and NASA NASA have basically said that as well. And maybe you know, maybe NASA do have heaps of evidence for UFOs. Yeah, not saying it yet. There's no disclosure yet. No, so a disappointment. Meanwhile, south of the border, down Mexico way, uh, much more exciting news as Congress in Mexico had their own UFO UAP hearings. Mm. Now. I have sort of struggled to understand the context of these because I think that if you are more au fait with Mexican politics, perhaps some of this makes more sense. We know, like, the president of Mexico is a bit of a UFO nut, right? Yeah, he uh, he he shared a picture of an elf that we talked <laughs> about recently. That's right. I think that there's also a, what I was picking up, a vibe I picked up, is that uh, things in Mexican politics, like, if anything can come up that will distract, they're like, let's have it. Yep. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And so they fucked it up, though, because everyone else is like, oh, we need, we need all of this bad news to distract from aliens. 
down in Mexico, they're like, we just need some aliens to distract from this other shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's part of it is uh, anything to distract from things not going perfectly, but also there's this little bit of a kooky aspect to the president and maybe there's a few people in Mexican politics, just as there are in US politics as, and Australian politics, there's a few cookers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I was sort of picking up a vibe that, uh, you know, in the US, they had, they've had they had all of these UFO hearings. Mm-hmm. And so, the vibe I was picking up is that has given permission to the cookers in Mexican politics to be like, well, we can have our own UAP, UAP hearings and we can point to the fact that America has done it as justification for us doing it too. So, it's something they wanted to do, but when America had their hearings, they were able to say, we can have ours too without people being like, come on, guys. So I wanted to, I did want to get a little bit more of an understanding of why they were doing the hearings. And I, it's my understanding that they would kind of, they're trying to create some sort of framework for UFO or UAP disclosure and you know, almost what the US has already done, uh, you know, the Navy, how they said, oh, let's, let's everyone start talking about them. So, you know, yeah. to make it easy on, on, um, people that see them and, and they don't have to feel like they can't talk about it. Yeah, we'll I remove think, the stigma for these from these lying sailors. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I, I feel like I oh, sorry. I think it's my understanding that the the, Mex, the Mexican con, uh, Congress was trying is trying to sort of how do we approach this in the future and and how do we kind of tackle it as a country? Um, and the best way to that to do that is get some cookers on board. Yeah, get them to tell us some things. So the, there, there was, I think there was like quite a bit of sort of back and forth just about UAPs generally, mm. but the big ticket item was the alien corpses. <laughs> yeah, they wheeled out some little guys. Uh, Jamie Mousen, I, I'm not mm. entirely sure how his name is pronounced mm. on either end, but mm. he is a, a journalist in Mexico. He's a, a long-time UFO guy, and... I didn't know. This is not the first time he's wheeled out some little blokes. <laughs> no. <laughs> In fact, no. these little blokes have been wheeled out previously. I think they're slightly different little blokes. Mm. Uh, so he testified in Congress that they had the they'd found these corpses in Peru, in a cave in Peru, a Peruvian cave, mm-hmm. and uh, they'd been tested by top universities mm-hmm. who were unable to say that they were human. I think something like 30% of their DNA is human and the rest is uh, of unknown origin. Mm. And also uh, I think that they were, like, not able to, like, nail down a date for when when these corpses were from. So they've dug them out of a cave and they they couldn't, you know, they've tried to carbon date them and they were unable to. Mm. So shocking shocking stuff. Um. Cam, recently I spoke about a podcast called Investigate Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, these, this couple were the ones that, that didn't really understand the concept of Australia uh, that led us to the conclusion that their <laughs> investigations of Earth were, were lacking. Uh, we talked about them in the Ma- Maui Fire video, uh, sorry, podcast. Uh, they, so, so yeah, the, a third of the DNA is from unknown origin, is, is from these corpses. This is from the National Autonomous University of Mexico. Mm. Uh, Investigate Earth didn't really seem to understand what DNA means <laughs> because they're like, 
if, if a third of it is of unknown origin, then the rest must be human. And what part is alien and what part's human? Do they have an alien respiratory system? Mm. And the rest is human. I think they think DNA just means like a, a fully formed body. And if a third of that is not human, then, you know, like an arm is alien, but the rest is human. Uh, yeah, they, they really, not only do they not understand Australia, but they also don't understand uh, DNA. But the the mu- the museum, the oh, sorry, the, the university uh, basically just said that they're not part, the quote is, they're not part of our terrestrial evolution. Mm. And they couldn't work out basically where the DNA came from. Um, and they did not make any conclusion of, of time. Yeah. So, so they basically just said, oh, we we don't know. Well, <laughs> you know. so this is the thing. He presented quotes from them. Mm. Later on, I saw them provide some more thorough quotes, mm. which were along the lines of, we told him that we couldn't tell where it came from because we weren't going to look at it. Mm. And we did not carbon date it. And that's <laughs> like... We were unable to carbon, determine the carbon date because we didn't do any sort of test on it. We told mm. him we weren't interested in being mm. involved in this. Because <laughs> I suspect the uh, investigate Earth people might be onto something. Because this guy, this is, as I said, this is not this guy's first radio. rodeo. Mm. And when he's produced alien corpses before, they have been corpses that are a little bit of a human skeleton with, like, animals stitched to them. Yes. So it could be a human head and a non-human arm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, no, so so them them probably thinking that, that's how it worked, that still didn't give them cause to distrust this person. They fully trusted that these were real aliens. Uh, Because, and one of the reasons they they completely trusted it is because Snopes debunked the earlier one. All right, well... And that's how, that's Snopes how you de- know. Yeah, Snopes debunks it. It's uh, all over. Um, they're also kind of hung up. So, so a couple of things that they claimed about these aliens were uh, one of them had eggs inside uh, and the other one or both had implants, like rear metal implants. And, you know, the the kind of conclusion of that is like, you know, what are they, how were they here to, to breed or what, what were they up to with these, with these things? The investigator podcast didn't really understand the concept of implants. Uh, one question, one quote is, are they something inside of them or what? Um, which is kind of, you know, uh, kind of key to an implant. Um, they also just sort of, yeah, it was a lot of flailing. Um, and then they talked about how the rear, rear metals are really important because um, there's so much of it in outer space, in outer space, in outer space. Sorry, uh, you know we don't have a lot of rare, these rare metals on Earth. That's why they're rare. And then you'll find them you know, heaps of them in outer space. And the the host's justification was that was um, he played some video games, and part of the video game was he had to mine uh, platinum planets in outer space in the video game. So yeah, uh, he's he's pretty across it. Yeah, but but and I think these these. This podcast is kind of representative of, of a lot of what I've seen is just taking it all at face value. Like mm. this person is, is 100%, you know, anyone else trying to debunk, to debunk that is, is you know, Snopes. They're, they're trying to um, cover it up and this guy is definitely on the up and up. Uh, and he's got these little aliens and, you know, what do they not want us to know about these? Yeah. Um, yeah, I also saw a fun thing on Twitter of someone making the alien dance. 
um, <laughs> while the guy was looking on, and that was pretty oh, fun. A lot of people having fun. It's unrelated, though. Um, yeah. What did you think of the aliens? Well, yeah, the uh, there is this. Like I said, this guy's got form, but also there's been like a a bunch of the people involved in finding these alien things in the past are fairly shady. Like, uh, they're in the business of stealing Peruvian <laughs> remains, and I think it just helps business to have like a side hustle in alien remains. Yeah, right. Are you saying the alien stuff legitimizes their trips down so they can they can loot? Well, I, th- I think that they're doing a bunch of looting, and at some point they were just like, "Oh, you know, we've got a- we have a bunch of skulls to shift. Let's chuck some lizards onto them." Yeah. So the the kind of the main parts of these aliens are basically the theory is that they're they're looted from um, tombs or, or whatever the word is, uh, and they're just either deformed babies or is it cranial elongation or, or mm. sort of body, you know, they're kind of shaping and torturing, uh, I'm assuming, uh, or for whatever ritual to, to shape people's heads. Uh, and then obviously these these poor children have, have lived a pretty unpleasant life, died, and now they're being wheeled out <laughs> as aliens like hundreds of years later. Yeah. And it's like these these uh, tomb raiders. mm Directly ascertained that there's a market <laughs> for selling them as aliens, so like that does make sense. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, nah, just us. And as like a uh, voice of reason in the Mexican Congress said, I think I think this was somebody in Mexican Congress who was like, "What are we doing here?" They're like, "So you say that you found alien corpses in Peru, but you've taken them from Peru to Mexico to display them in Congress. They haven't been quarantined. You don't know what alien viruses they might have. Like, if you actually thought these were aliens, there's all sorts of things that you should be doing, one of which is not stealing them from Peru. You should be presenting them in Peruvian Congress. But two, you should be doing some sort of basic safety procedure if you think these things are actually from outer space. But you clearly don't because you're full of shit. Would you be worried, Cam, if you found a mummified alien that was, you know, however many years old, 1,800 years old, would you be worried about its viruses still being present? We don't know. This is, listen to COVID denier Robbo. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, it'll be fine. It'll, it'll wear out in the sun. Just put some bleach on it. Thanks, Donald Trump. Um, we don't know. It's an alien virus. It's from outer space. Haven't you seen the X-Files movie? No. Well... Neither have I, really, but there's an alien virus in it and it hangs around for quite a while. Yeah, right. That's how we killed the War of the Worlds aliens, right? Well, we gave them a human virus. They weren't... Mm. But yeah, that's same, the thing. We're not ready for these alien viruses. Yeah. 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 Barely even ready barely, for a we can barely 19 <laughs> We can barely handle the ones that we cooked up ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Welcome to Team Lab Leak, Cam. No, I'm not on Team Lab Leak. Uh, yeah, so the alien one. Uh, sorry, the the Mexican. I don't know. We we not. I was, I was watching it somewhat live. I think I I just was. Sh- I saw it shared somewhere and I clicked on it, uh, and it was pretty exciting to see the these you know alien bodies wheeled out. Uh, for a second there, I thought, mm-hmm. "Whoa, what's what's going on here?" Uh, but then, yeah, it turned out to be all fraudulent. They disappointed us yet again. Mm. Hey, did you see, have you seen the um, MH370 videos going around? No, what's going on with MH370? Well, so there's these, no, there's these videos that 
were apparently they've been going around the internet for pretty much since a month after MH370 disappeared. And they've, for some reason, they've just resurfaced now. And there's two different angles, different looking thermal images. One is kind of next to like side on, and the other one is kind of top down from an angle. And they, they reportedly, purportedly show that there's three orbs circling MH370. Oh, and yeah. they're all like coordinated. That would explain where the plane went if there was orbs. Well, Cam, let me finish. Uh, very coordinated, very like, um, you know, if one moves out, they all move out together. And the the plane, you can see um, contrails or chemtrails behind it. It makes a big sweeping turn as if to maybe get away from these orbs. And then uh, and, and both these videos are synced up so you can see them happening, you know, at what time, at like the same time. And then the orbs kind of contract around uh, the plane and then a flash, like a portal flash, mm-hmm. gone. Plane's oh. gone. Um, the people have been looking at these videos from from any like you know there's there's numbers uh, you know coordinates in there and people have been looking at satellite flight paths to try and work out which satellite and special effects guys have been weighing in special effects women have been weighing in everyone's weighing in on this one yeah people are you know these are done really well if they are special effects and you know what's the reasoning that anyone would make this and then just leave it on a you know on a random website 10 years ago uh, so yeah, it's been mystifying everyone, and and I look, I've watched them, and there's nothing I can conclude from them because I don't know, I don't know anything about satellite imagery and all that. But it has been noted that the portal flash that I mentioned, where it disappears, mm-hmm. uh, is the same as a, a visual effect that comes from some sort of visual effects back from the '90s. It's been used in a couple of video games in the past. Uh, so be, if you were like aliens mm. and you're like oh we need a we need to scoop up a plane yeah wouldn't you be like well they're gonna notice but you'd be like we need we need to get away with this what's the best way to cover it up we'll put in like a 90s sfx effect over the top of our attractor beam mm. so they'll all be like oh they, that came from in sim city 2000 add in a wilhelm scream yeah yeah, that'll really, that'll really get them. Ah, it's all fake. Yeah, maybe. No, I, that suggests a familiarity with our media that I don't think. Yeah, the aliens if, have at this point. If they had that, they wouldn't need to be scooping up a plane. Yeah, exactly. What are they going to get from the plane that they're not going to get from having a, a full, vast knowledge and access to visual effects libraries? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, three. Pretty, you know, pretty interesting things happening in the UAP world with your NASA, your your video that's somewhat convincing, and then aliens presented in, in our Congress. Yet, I'm still not convinced, Cam. Yeah? No. I'm still a bit of a doubter. Oh, well, something something will get you. Disclosure, 2023. What do you think? Any of, the, any of these convincing you? What's your no. take on aliens, Cam? Do you feel like there's aliens? Robbo, I'm sure we've... At some point in this podcast, we must have answered this question. It's a big know, bloody, it's a big bloody universe. It is, and and it's like people are like, oh, it's such a big universe. Why would they come here and mess with our cows? It's like, well, why do cow tipping's already a thing for humans? 
We tip cows over all the time. Did you ever tip a cow over? No, but uh, you know it, it happens. I but don't it, think. I think it's a. I think it's, it's an urban myth. It's a rural myth. Yeah, I think some people have said that it's a way to like trick townies into driving out to the country and traipsing around in muddy paddocks and running into cows and just fucking themselves up, which you know makes a lot of sense. Do you know, do you think your cows are that sturdy? They're untippable. Cows are massive. You, yeah, I don't. I don't think cow tipping. I don't actually know, but I mean, I live near like a lot of cows. I could go for a walk and within four minutes be looking at a cow, just like that. And no one has ever told me about cow tipping. Um, I've never, never heard of anyone actually going out and doing it. I just don't think it exists. In 2023, when we thought. Everything's a conspiracy. There's no more new conspiracies. We're doing our third show in like the last 10 shows about UFO disclosure. Yet we did come up with a new conspiracy theory, which is that cow tipping is made up. Mm. Well, this requires some more investigation. In the meantime, though, Robbo, we've got some news. All right. You have got here Donald Trump Jr. versus Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah. I watched a whole bunch of uh, Donald Trump Jr. videos. This week. Uh, Hunter Biden's been indicted in something, hasn't he? Yes. What was that for? It, it could have been for anything because I saw oh, gun all of these, I saw all of these MAGA people being like, oh, Hunter Biden's been indicted. It's like, if Hunter Biden is not being indicted over something, then something's gone terribly wrong. Like, this is a guy that should be constantly getting grand juried and indicted over things. Because he's constantly committing crime. <laughs> I mean, not about grand juries. It's, the crimes that he's committing are, are pretty low level. Uh, there's probably something to to you know him using his dad's name to get jobs. But yeah, I don't know anything about, enough about that. Um, the he lied about drug use on a federal form when he purchased a handgun. What what was his lie that he hadn't done any drugs? I am assuming so. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that is on the gun people. Yeah. When Hunter Biden comes and he's like, no, no drugs here. Wouldn't dream of it. He's got a book called All of the Drugs I Did. (laughs) All the drugs I loved before. Uh, There's a a law that says um, an unlawful user of or addicted to any controlled substance to possess a firearm, which is punishable by a fine of up to 10 years in prison. It's quite funny how... So, like, yeah, Hunter Biden, famous drug addict, and I've seen videos of him with guns. It's quite funny that it's taken the the MAGA people this long to find a law. You know, like, there's all these people talking about Hunter Biden and why he should be indicted and Hunter's laptop and all that. And, you know, someone was finally reading the gun laws and went, oh, hang on. It's a really obvious law we could get him for. Yeah. Also, how do you... How are you charged with something like this in America where, you know, everyone has guns? Yeah. <laughs> so many people that are unlawful users of drugs have many guns. I also, I feel like, like I said, I'm going to give Hunter Biden a pass on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's allowed. I'll allow him one bag of this. <laughs> he said many bags of uh, other things. I'll say, no, this is the fault of the gun people. You need to have a system where if you're going to have a law that says you can't be a drug addict and have a gun, you need to have a system where if someone has written a book about being a drug addict, 
if they go to buy a gun and they say, I've never done any drugs, that's on you if you give them the gun. Mm. But I'll also say, like, in terms of Hunter Biden using the Biden name to get things, like, clearly he's done that. But it's in such a, like, I don't know if innocent is the word, but it's in such a naive way that he's done it. Every job that he's gotten has just been a mechanism to acquire more drugs. Mm. (laughs) So it's not like he's been doing anything especially sinister. I mean... Look, Cam, a job is a mechanism to acquire drugs. Well, that's that's every job, right? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what the point of a job? Yeah. Okay. This is the wrong person to talk to about. <laughs> um, yeah. I, you know, I've, I looked at some Donald Trump Jr. Uh, Twitter, on his Twitter. Yeah, so, or his so what's Donald Trump Jr. saying about this? Because he's not really in a position to be casting a lot oh, of stones about, right? He was real mad because he... Hunter Biden gets arrested and he's, for some reason, Donald Trump Jr. is trending on Twitter. He's, so he's like, you can't make this, this is a quote, uh, or this is from his Twitter, sorry. You can't make this stuff up anymore. Hunter Biden gets indicted, yet somehow I'm the one that's trending here on Twitter. Same thing happened when they found Coke in the White House last month. It had to be <laughs> mine. Why not do you most think fa- you're trending? <laughs> um, not the most famous crackhead in America who was actually there. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. fucking sucks so much. Mm. Like, I, I love watching his his uh, to-camera videos where he goes on a rant because he sucks. He's so bad at it. And he doesn't need to be doing this. Like, he could use his money and time constructively and probably make a lot more money than he does. But he... He just spends his time doing the worst stuff, looking like a complete freak. Um, just, yeah, just the, oh, I'm, I'm fascinated by him. And he doesn't, like, he works so hard on it, and I don't think anyone cares or respects him. Like, either, you know, no one on the on the MAGA side of politics or the MAGA faction even seems to engage with him or get him on podcasts or, you know, do anything. He's just kind of in his own lane. Trying, trying to get attention. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he tweets a lot about a lot about Hunter Biden. He does not shut the fuck up about it. Mm. Uh, the next item here, someone posted on the conspiracy subreddit. Who knew the sun is so important? And they found. Oh, they asked ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> what What is the sun good for? And the sun was like, uh, ChatGPT is like, well, uh, UV exposure can modulate the immune system. It uh, can be good for your mental health to promote the release of serotonin in the brain, blah, blah, blah. It's good for your blood pressure, good for your eye health, et cetera, et cetera. So a lack of UV exposure can have broader health implications beyond just vitamin D deficiency. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> we have gotten to the point, I think, in the conspiracy subreddit where they're like, let's ask ChatGPT, is it healthy to go outside? <laughs> yeah, and that, 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 that has been happening since ChatGPT was somewhat popular or first came onto the scene. But, uh, yeah, asking it if the sun is important and then when it says yes, going to the conspiracy forum and going, told you, look at this, they've been hiding this from us the whole time. I th- there was a few, there were, in fairness, a few comments like, so what's the point? Yeah. And the answer seemed to be, well, they locked us down. It's like you were still allowed to go in into the sun. Mm. Uh, the, uh, the top comment, and it, yeah, the top comment or reply to who knew the sun is so important was, uh, like, everyone who completed elementary school, lol. 
Yeah. Which is true. Uh, but, yeah, it still didn't stop this post from being up the top of the subreddit for a while there as well. Uh, anyway, get on board the sun, Cam. Mm, the next item, Russell Brand. Uh, yeah. He posted a video. He tried to get out ahead of something. Yeah, so I posted this. So I put this in there before uh, all the accusations came out, but he was like, uh, all these false, false things are going to come out. I can't say what they are, but something's going to happen. And it's all because I'm given so close to the truth. Yep, yep. So uh, he's had some uh, key people come out and support him in the form of Elon, Elon Musk, Tucker Carlson, and who's the third one? Joe Rogan? Oh, uh, Jordan Peterson came out for him. Yep. I think uh, that weird little Malaysian guy that always pretends like he's American. Yep. What's his uh, name? Ian Miles, Ian Miles Chong, Chong. Chong. He came out. Uh, All of like the worst people came out. Did you say Andrew Tate? Uh, oh, Andrew Tate was the third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> convicted sex trafficker Andrew Tate. Uh, was he convicted yet? Alleged he's sex not, trafficker. not convicted yet. Okay, alleged sex trafficker. And even if he's not a sex trafficker, awful, awful toxic person Andrew Tate. Uh, also, Alex Jones as well came out. Uh, I was watching some Jones before, and he's he's certainly on team brand. One of the, like, a, or maybe both of them at this point, the Red Scare people. Like mm-hmm. the, Rib, do you remember the Alex Jones, um, you know, the Sailor Girl? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, one yeah. Alex Jones video where, where the info was weirdo is like asking about uh, them eating bugs in Venezuela. And she's like, yeah. oh, you. You people have brain worms, yes. and then she wormed up her own brain significantly in the subsequent years. Yeah, she's wormy, wormy as hell, right? Yeah, yeah, I do remember. Is also on Succession, maybe. <laughs> she's on Succession. Yeah, right. Is her name Dasher or is the other one Dasher? I think both of them are brainwormed at this point. Hmm. Anyway, uh, she came out and was like, oh, "Obviously, I support Russell Brand." It's like, yeah, <laughs> of course. But, yeah, the, the story about Russell Brand came out, and it's not good. Mm, mm. It's just very credible allegations of rape and sexual assault. I have seen a lot of the conversation as, you know, now that he's going against, because he was kind of somewhat left in his politics and, and somewhat reasonable for, for years and then slowly got cocked, uh, or pretty quickly got cocked, I think. But now they're saying, you know, the People are saying, oh, now that he's going against the mainstream narrative, they're out to get him. So, like, yeah. wow, he's, I think now that he's a sex pest, they're out to get him, really. <laughs> that's, yeah, the, that's the defining trait here. I think the, the thing is I always found him, even when he was like just like a talking sort of normal lefty stuff, mm. he did it in a very insufferable way. Oh, yeah. And appealed to insufferable people. Yes. Sorry if there's any like. Ex-Russell Brand fans listening, though. But it was he was annoying, and it's like he was saying stuff that other people could be saying. It didn't need to be coming from this toff whose sex pestery, I feel like, part of the story is it was widely known. Like, it, right? Yeah. It was an open secret. Yeah. But, I mean, the po- yeah, the, I guess but so. the The point is, it's like he was going against the mainstream back then as well. So if you wanted to to get him because he was uh you know talking about different ways of uh, how society could be arranged, you could have done it then mm. when all of this stuff was also known. Mm. But yeah, the idea that uh when he suddenly <laughs> became an anti-vax cooker, they're like, oh, we have to shut this down. <laughs> and also, it's like Russell. The idea that Russell Brand is 
so influential and so reasonable that it's like his anti-vax cookery is the, the stuff that needs to be stopped. Yeah. I um, So his wife, I think, is like a Rothschild, I think. And this is just something that I've been fake newsed. I've certainly seen that going around. I'm just looking at a bio of her and it's not doesn't mention it at all. Laura Gallacher? Yeah. She comes from a relatively famous family. Uh, her father is a Scottish golfer. Um, Bernard Gallacher. Not clear. <clears throat> I mean... All of these Brits are probably all related to the worst people anyway, right? It's kind of mm. like kind of part of their society. It's rich people and nonces from top to bottom. There is okay, so from a year ago in the conspiracy subreddit, there's mm. uh some anti Russell Brand memes. <clears throat> so there's Jacob Rothschild mm-hmm. uh, and then it co- connects him to Alice somebody, Alice Rothschild maybe, uh, who's the granddaughter of Jacob, who is married to Zach Goldsmith, Mm -hmm. whose sister is Jemima uh, Goldsmith, who was briefly going out with Russell Brand. Okay. So it's not Laura. No. Jemima Goldsmith. When were they going out? Like in 2014. Right. Okay. Well, so this is why this is why they finally come crashing down is because he he left the Rothschild cabal. Yeah. Well, so the conspiracy here in this meme is that uh, which is like at the time it's posted was like seven years out of date. Yeah. But the conspiracy here is that uh, Russell Brand is like going out with someone connected into the Rothschilds, but he doesn't mention the Rothschilds. Uh, and in the comments, somebody says, "You know what? He's also married." To Katy Perry, so how can mm-hmm. people not figure out that he's controlled opposition? Mm. <laughs> like, duh. It all makes perfect sense. Uh, but yeah, the, there was uh, some stuff about a year ago also on Reddit where somebody posted Russell Brand's move to the right is clearly because something is going to come out and he wants to have a career at the end of it. <laughs> and that person absolutely called it. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably it. Because all of these freaks that spent the last few years, like, memeing about Jeffrey Epstein, uh, <laughs> like, I think Jeffrey Epstein is another one where if that had, hadn't happened during COVID, if that happened now, there would be, like, you know, we stand with Jeffrey memes instead. Yeah, they would, right? Like, Jeffrey Epstein just became a bad guy because of, uh, sorry, Became, became a bad guy in their minds. Let's make that clear. Uh, he became a bad guy in their minds because he was connected to Bill Clinton, right? Yeah. Like there, there's no real, you know, if, if, if there was never that Bill Clinton connection, then he would probably would have been an alt-right YouTuber by this point. He would have been doing, he would have been doing Tucker Carlson and uh, Steve Bannon's shows rather than, Yeah. Well, probably not, because he was arrested pretty early. No, he'd still be doing those shows. Yeah. 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 Uh, Uh, Next item here, 
Elon Musk stole the badge of a Scottish football club. Oh yeah, uh, there's a new logo for SpaceX, and he's uh, he's now using he's just straight stolen it from like a the Haddington Town Football Club. Yeah, is it like are they just using Fiverr or something? Yeah, it's possible. It's a vector image because it does look like one of those vector logos. Um, vector logo goat. Yeah, it's just a vector logo of a goat. Mm. Um, if you Google, if you Google those words, you'll see many that look really similar to that. Um, but the, the the little club, the uh, the club there, it's a small one. It's an amateur one. They're using it to uh, get some get some publicity for their club. So that's good. Why is a goat relevant to the the space thing? Well, obviously, there's some theories about that that it's a Baphomet thing, mm. uh, or it's a Satan thing. It's hard to say. I, I don't don't know. It doesn't seem like the right logo you'd choose, especially that he's branded his other company X mm. and made the logo a really prominent X. Yeah, which that X, that X was also just like a gen- generic out of the box X as well. <laughs> yeah, not like a specially designed logo. That's just like the X symbol in Yassi. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, I feel like if he wants to keep some sort of brand cohesion. Is you keep a prominent X across. Mm. Um, there's also this whole Ukraine thing, which I, I don't fully understand. So, oh, this is what? this is my Elon Musk conspiracy that I'm talking about this week. The logo. Yeah. Do you understand the Ukraine thing? Oh yeah, I understand it. Right. Well, so it came out of you know the, the Elon Musk biography by Walter Isaacson came out. Mm. And one of the things in it, Isaacson reckons he's got this slightly off in the book. He's later come out and said, but I think what actually happened as as being established is uh, the Ukrainians were going to attack some Russian ships with drones, mm. and they asked for the Starlink stuff to be extended over a certain area, and Elon Musk said no. And so when the drones got beyond the range that uh, the Starlink was providing, they all just sort of crashed into the ocean. Mm. So, yeah, it could have, it, I don't know if it would have been a game changer for the war, but it would have been sort of quite a big thing. Mm. And Elon Musk's justification was that, uh, you know, I shouldn't be getting involved in the war, but he has gotten involved because then those, I think those Russian ships killed like quite a few civilians. Yeah, right. I did I did watch Alex Jones talking about this briefly today and he he made it sound like uh Elon Musk was looking over like a giant screen, you know, like in the movies, mm. watching it all watching it all play out and then rang the Pentagon and he's like this is what's happening. Um yeah. Nice. <laughs> that that's my my only understanding of it comes from Alex Jones. I think he was just Drinking Diet Coke in bed and just texting no <laughs> to people when they said, can we have some more Starlink, please? Mm. What's next? Uh, next is we've got uh, two of freedoms to take us out. We've got the River of Freedom. Have, oh, you, yep. have you watched this? No, it's playing at the cinema here. It's a little bit concerning. It's um, I think it's somewhat supported by New Zealand on screen. So it's a New Zealand documentary about the people – who went to Parliament to protest near the end of the pandemic uh, to protest all the mandates and um, 
it's being painted as or the sort of the the crux of it is you know it's the people that were inside the camp and they're telling the the real story of what happened within the camp. Um, looking at the preview, it's just incredibly one sided. Um, you know, during the, their protest, they set up camp at Parliament in New Zealand. By uh, many accounts, they were you know, it was just a big a big camp in the middle of a city, full of people that started harassing all the people around them. So people that worked in the city just couldn't really go near it because they were being yelled at for you know being vaccinated and uh, blocking traffic and and leaving cars and then there's human waste and rubbish and all that stuff that comes with the camp. So it was pretty unpleasant and um, pretty aggressive to, towards the the people that were just trying to go about their day. Yeah, uh, and then it all it all did wrap up with them burning down a playground. <laughs> Yeah, and and look, there were I think some tactics from the police that probably weren't great. Um, you know, it's a high stress situation, and, and things. Uh, you know, <laughs> both sides end up coming out bad at times of these things. And but this is just kind of painting the people protesting or, or camping as being this peace loving people that are you know we just we're just in it to for freedom and we're not anti vaxxers you know, we're just this is a, a peaceful movement, all, all the shit that we've seen before, uh, without presenting any of the other side or any any facts. Or, um, but it's getting somewhat mainstream traction in New Zealand, uh, and it's just loaded with wall to wall cookers. It's that kind of thin end of the wedge, thin edge of the wedge stuff. Um, it's playing, I think, every day at the cinema here for like a week. Um, after some people like rang and said, "Hey, you need to show this," and convince the cinema to show it. And, and when you Google it, you get taken to the New Zealand on screen website, which is like the New Zealand uh, film and TV body, which I think helps fund a lot of things. So it, it legitimizes it a lot. And then you see the preview and it's, it's all that, you know, if you're kind of familiar with these tactics that they use, it's, it's pretty obvious what's at play here. Uh, yeah. Pretty gross, pretty concerning. Not a fan. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. And yep. the other bit of, of freedom news is uh, the voice of freedom. Is that what it was called? The sound of freedom. What was that stupid movie? Sound of freedom. The sound of freedom. Uh, more bad news for Tim Ballard. Uh, it's. I think at the time of recording, it is not entirely clear why, but the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter Day Saints, the the Mormons, mm. came out with a uh, statement denouncing Tim Ballard. <laughs> For uh, unseemly, uh, morally unacceptable uh, behaviour, but they don't say what. So there is um, a, a very senior figure in the Mormon Church whose name is uh, M. Russell Ballard, but is of no relation. Mm. But he is like completely cut ties with Tim Ballard for unspecified reasons. Mm. But it seems from some of the vice reporting that uh, Tim Ballard was maybe misusing. Or misrepresenting his relationship with uh, the Mormon Ballard to just grift off Mormons. Yeah, right. And just generally grifting it up. Mm. More to come. More to come. All right. Well, that's a little potty, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, maybe next week we'll have an update from Salty on all the government mushies have done to his brain. To his, oh, he, he's got to be... his DNA. He's going to be – it's it's kind of weird for people from our part of the world to go all that way to get your third eye opened with the government mushies. 
only to have it suppressed massively by the massive amounts of chemtrails that are blanketing Europe at all times. He's going to come back not knowing what to think. No. Oh, well, shouldn't be a huge change then. Uh, yep. Robbo, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me uh, behind the bar at 10 Lindhurst Street, Westport, New Zealand. Hey, Cam, I made a, a political decision this week. Yeah, what's that? Because uh, it's election year in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Uh, no political photo ops in or around our business, please. <laughs> They're banned. Was this, the poli- a, was this a risk? Uh, we had someone come in and do a photo on the brewery, but this was pre-election. Like pre-campaigning, and uh, you know, they, it was a national politician that asked for a tour, and then got a photo, you know, standing in the brewery, going, "Oh, you know, small business or whatever." Yeah, um, it was kind of funny because he introduced himself to me, and like I, don't, I just was not interested. Like I, well, I wandered off and and got beer um, to brew, mate. Got beer to brew, and then left him with uh, another staff member, and then he came back and introduced himself again, and did the obviously he introduced him introduces himself via a script because he just does this all day every day yeah um and so you went through the same script again i'm like yeah we just we just did this anyway we had some politicians come in from one of the the far right parties um or the, the right wing parties and they didn't get a photo op or anything they were just there for a drink to meet with someone locally but but then a couple of other people came in and they're like oh I've, i vote for them um you know i was like oh god i don't need to know like fuck <laughs> like and then I'm like, man, if they, you know, if they had have said, oh, I would love to get a photo of you, you know, young business or whatever, um, you know, I, in the moment I probably would have just not thought too much of it. And I was like, hang on, I fucking hate these people. Uh, so, yeah, blanket rule, no political photography. Uh, they, so, can come and ha- they can come and have a drink, but uh, no matter which party you're on, don't don't make me pose for your photo op. Mm-hmm. So, Tenlindhurst Street, Westport, if you are <laughs> a far-right activist, it is the place to drink. Yeah, absolutely. Cam, where do people find you? Uh, you can find me on Sex and Ima, on Blue Sky and Mastodon, etc. and X. And uh, my other podcast, Yena Passaran, is on 3cr.org.au or wherever you get your podcasts. Check it out. All right. All righty. Later, skaters. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. Contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry About a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation In which to disarm Australia I said don't worry About a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Don't worry Not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which, let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing, except Donald Trump is clearly a woman.